Yo, Albert, what's happening, man? Albert, hello, Albert. hello. <laughs> you, you excited to be on Gamescast Live? Uh, very, yeah. very excited. Dude, can I, ask oh, you, yeah. can I ask you a very personal question as we get started here in a very public forum? <laughs> uh, sure. Nice. What's going on? What, what's your take on the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Like, have you seen Fellowship of the Rings? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> do you want to know something? Uh, I don't watch movies okay. too much, yeah. and that's actually one of the movies I haven't watched. Okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched any of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, my buddies have tried to make me watch it, but every time we tried, I just never got to watch it yep. because things happen. Yeah, and it's also shockingly long. Like I w- so when it's, I feel like it's one of my like uh, one of my horrible. Uh, personality traits that I haven't even seen them. I can't even tell you if I like the Lord of the Rings because uh, I haven't even seen them. And so last night I was uh, I-, I was laying in bed and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on a movie. I should start the Lord of the Rings. And the theatrical release was like three hours long. And I was like, that's interesting. And right next to it was the extended edition that was almost four hours long. And I was like, if I'm gonna do this, should I just go all the way? Should I just do it? And uh, and so I started the four hour movie. Um, and I've got to say, Albert, so far I'm pleasantly, pleasantly pleased, but two hours in, I had to go, to, I had to go to bed, man. That's a long fucking time to watch one movie. Pleasantly pleased. Yeah. That's a lot of dedication right there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dedication, uh, thanks for being on the show, man. Really appreciate you, uh, you, you hanging out today. Oh, I love hanging out and my pleasure. Nice. Well, let's not waste any more time. Let's get the show started. <laughs> Grumpy William says, read the books i'm here i am complaining about a three or four hour runtime he's like you got you got 14 hours to spare you got 35 hours to spare oh no i don't no i don't uh in fact i i may actually go back and start the theatrical release instead of the four hour version this is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and 1 the Friday right here, 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure. If you don't like watching with your eyes, instead prefer to watch with your ears, don't worry, we'll get you covered. Our friend Jamie Out puts us up on podcast services of your choice. Yes, that includes Spotify. Don't forget, you can come join our Discord. Click the link in the description below and be part of our amazing community. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole. And this gentleman joining us for the very first time, well, first time on Gamescast, I feel like you and I talk pretty much every day, is Albert and Tigger. <laughs> Tigger's right here. Hell uh, yeah, yeah, she's chilling. Hell yeah. Listen, a lot, of, a lot of the cats in the chat already know who you are, Albert, but for anybody who doesn't know who you are, tell me a little bit about uh, about the games you play, about uh, about what you do, and what you do on your YouTube channel. All right. So, um, hello, everybody. My name is Albert. And I like to play video games, like, you know, like you guys and everybody else who likes to play video games. Um, I, I, I play, I play like a wide range of video games, uh, honestly. I play, uh, flat screen, I play VR, I play console, PC, you name it, I don't care, just board games, whatever, you know, like, I, I'm, I'm down for anything. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like, uh, I, I, 
I do have a YouTube channel, and I did get, I did play uh, Iron Man VR, and I did get a world record run on my Iron Man VR uh, challenge, which was a lot of fun doing it. Are you, uh, it are you was still like undefeated? I, I last time I checked, yes, <laughs> yes <laughs> that's awesome. I am. Um, it, it, lots of fun, and I believe that was the first clip of the week. Right? No way. It's been a long I think time. It was. It's been a long time. It's good stuff, though. Uh, Hello, Wes. Is Wes in the chat? Virtual Strangers is in the chat. Nice. All right, guys. Uh, well, if you feel so inclined, uh, Elvert's URL is right there on the screen, youtube.com slash at E-L-V-R-T. Every instance of your name, Elvert, online is somehow different than the one before it. On my friends list, you're Elvert, but with like an underscore. Uh, your your name has got a couple E's and your YouTube URL only has one E. I am... <laughs> More confused than I should be, and I think you are unnecessarily confusing the cats out there. I'm confusing myself uh, <laughs> along the way as well. Don't you worry. Good. We're all in this together. That's what I like to hear. Uh, we got a couple of tips we should probably read off before the show really gets started. The first one comes from Looper, the underground game cat. With the two euros, it's two months of PSVR 2 here in EU already. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, we're about to roll over to the 22nd. That's two months of PSVR 2. And what a great two months it's been. Happy anniversary, everybody. Loving, loving the raccoon hat, uh, Albert. I need to say that publicly. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Raccoon um, hat. Love it. Mm-hmm. Josh Cat with the $5 tip says, hey, Albert, Ghost of Tabor hype. Also, Albert, do you happen to know? Oh, I can't believe I didn't read this ahead of time. Do you happen to know any good jokes? <laughs> I don't know if I should publicly say this one or not, uh, but no comment. Brian, Brian, <laughs> you've heard this one before. You've heard this one before. Uh, why do seagulls live by the sea? Albert, why do seagulls live by the sea? <sighs> I'm so sorry, everybody. Me too. Uh, because if they live by the bay, they'd be bagels. <laughs> hey, that's my joke, Josh. Now, thank you very much for your tip. Uh, to answer your question, Josh, no, he doesn't know any. He doesn't know any good jokes, just the bad ones. It's you know what, My, yeah, very- Miles isn't here. We should probably say Miles had a lot of work stuff to do. Uh, he tapped out like last week, knowing how crazy it was going to be. Uh, so we wish Miles the best. Hopefully, everything's happening uh, well over there in the UK. Um, uh, so, so Elvert's just filling in for this one episode. For anyone out there concerned, you know, where's Miles? Bring Miles back. I haven't seen anyone say that, but I'm I'm assuming somebody's thinking it. Possibly, maybe. I'm hoping so. Joey VR with the two dollar tip says more cats. My cat, Mister Meowgi, says hi. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Darth Vader, the game cat with the ten dollar tip, says Dead Island Two is absolutely incredible. The gore is super impressive. The visuals are beautiful, and the combat is addictive. Hopefully, with enough demand, a PSVR two port would be great. Oh, I got my collector's edition. Yep, um, and uh, and I'm super excited to play it. Uh, I heard I heard I heard multiplayer isn't working, uh, so uh, I'll have to try. Maybe later, but you've got Dead Island too, Albert. I think Tatum has Dead Island too. A bunch of people in our community bought Dead Island too. We're gonna play. We're gonna kill some zombies together on a flat screen. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, Darth Vader and I, we just actually tried playing it earlier, but the multiplayer was just not working. So, rock. I mean, I'm just waiting for the update then, you know, in this case. Mark Smith liked your joke, Albert, so you got one. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, listen, uh, guys, if you don't know uh, how the show works, if you ever want to get your comments read on the air, you don't have to give us money. Like, that's not that's not necessary. Uh, you can also go to our Discord and uh, go to the viewer takeover section over there. Leave a comment. If we like what we see, then uh, then maybe we'll maybe we'll read it here on the show. And today's question comes to us from Gundy Gundy. Now, I, I got to say something. Uh, thank goodness for Gundy Gundy. Gundy Gundy is the one who po- uh, pointed me in the right direction uh, before going to bed when the Red Matter 2 reveal uh, was about to happen. He popped up on the German store before it popped up anywhere else. And uh, so shout out to Gundy Gundy. Thank you so much for that. Um, his question in viewer takeover, which I did not prepare for. I really should have, Albert. He says, what would be five realistic wishes for this year on PSVR 2? Now, keep in mind, Albert, we're going realistic uh-huh. and PSVR 2 related. Gundy Gundy's choices are Half-Life Alex, Dash Dash World, The Last of Us Factions VR. And he says, I know I'm stretching a, a little bit on that one. Uh, then he also says Resident Evil 4 and 7 <laughs> and then a 3D movie cinema. Okay, let's let's start with Gundy Gundy's predictions. How How likely do you think these five things that he's listed are? Um, so, I mean, very plausible for sure. Like I will say, uh, a little spoiler mm-hmm. already, uh, kind of two out of the five, I kind of, uh, put on my list, you know? Oh. Um, I think, uh, I think that, uh, I think, uh, Half-Life Alex, uh, definitely has a good shot. I'll, I'll give a little bit more of my input soon. And, uh, 3D movie cinema is what I hope. I, I, I really hope. Um, I feel like Alex could really, you know, turn a lot of heads. Right? I don't think it's essential. I think it's, you know, it, I think it's an important game. It's definitely important for VR. And, uh, and and I do think that if Sony managed to procure that for PSVR 2 and say, hey, you know, this is a game that everybody's been saying we really need on our platform and we got it. Here you go. It's a holiday 2023 release. Cool. Right. Um, probable. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I'm really hopeful for Dash Dash World. I'll say that, right? Because Dash mm-hmm. Dash World is, you know, we're still waiting for Galaxy Kart to be awesome. Like, because right now it's like not even close. It needs a lot of work. Uh, so we don't have a good kart. Fun racer. with friends, but yeah, yeah, I agree. Fun with friends, uh, especially if you don't have to spend any money on it. If you have to spend money, suddenly the prospect <laughs> of it being good goes way down. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I here's without numbering them. Uh, I think I would have to say this. I think that I think that we've probably got a showcase incoming in the next couple months, right? I mean, it's it's got to happen eventually. It can't just not happen forever. And I do think that at that showcase, when Sony starts revealing things, if they really, really want to push PSVR two, um, which and I think they do. Albert, you've heard the rumors, right? That uh, that supposedly PSVR two will come to retail. Um, sometime in may right have you heard these rumors um yeah yeah like these are relatively new rumors from what i know uh like given the exact date i mean like you know rumors about uh psvr2 coming to retail has been going around for a while but like actual an actual date like i mean 
I, I can't think of it as 24 hours ago. Right. So when, once that rolls around, like I feel like if that gets into that gets on store shelves, you know, in mid-May uh, and available on Amazon mid-May and then just after that they do a showcase and then they kind of blow everybody's socks off with PSVR2 reveals saying here's some here's some of our first party stuff here's some hybrid stuff here's uh, built from the ground up for PSVR2 stuff here's third party relationships that we have here's third party games that you've probably heard of but now that's coming with PSVR2 support out of the box um that would be the time to drop all that right it's in stores people see that showcase and go I want a PlayStation VR2 and with a click of a button uh without thinking too hard about it they're able to purchase a PlayStation VR 2 and it'll be at their house with Amazon two-day delivery. So. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Especially with like a bundle with like the PlayStation 5 and the PSVR 2. That'd be great. Yeah. What you, I've asked every single one of my other co-hosts about this, Albert, so I might as well ask you too. How do you think Sony's going to handle the first-party stuff? The uh, the first, sorry, sirens on my end. How do you think they're going to handle the first-party PlayStation VR 1 ports? Right, because they've obviously got a lot of these great PSVR one games. They've got Everybody's Golf and Wipeout and Blood and Truth and The Persistence and Astrobot and I mean, there's a lot of fucking first party games, right? And they haven't made any mention of how they're going to handle those on PSVR two. What do you think they're going to do? And do you think that will be part of the showcase or a state of play or what? That is a great question. That is a very great question. That I mean, honestly, I it, it, huh? Uh, I would I. My answer, my answer to that would actually be, depending on some games, some first-party games, maybe like Astrobot, maybe they'll do an upgrade charge, maybe they'll possibly do a PS Plus thing with with those. I don't know. I like that. that I'm reaching there, you know. Um, but but lot like greedy Sony would choose. Hey, let's charge for these upgrades while giving back Sony, you know, for like the, for the support of the PlayStation VR uh, community, PlayStation VR two community. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I could see them giving free upgrades. Uh, I don't know. It's all business at the end of the day. It is all business. And I do think that the one thing Sony has been really good at, um, has been giving stuff away. Um, you know, they easily could have charged for a resident evil seven, uh, PSVR one version, right? They could have done the same thing for village. Uh, but because of the partnership that they that Capcom had with Sony, Sony said, just here's millions of dollars and we're just going to make it free for any owners of the game. Um, they did the whole PlayStation Plus collection for, uh, you know, when the PlayStation 5 launched, we got like 15 AAA games. It was crazy. Uh, and I do think that they've got these games in their stable. And, uh, and I think the best use of them would be to say, hey, we know, we understand that PSVR 2 is expensive. But let's lighten the load a little bit and say if when you buy PSVR 2, you also get a bunch of these games, whether they dole out one a month as part of Plus or they just make it a Plus collection or something. I just feel like Sony wants to make the $550 price tag not seem like so much money because it is it is a steep price to pay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a lot of money we got, if, if you get down like that. We got way off the topic. Um <laughs> right. Did you did you have more uh did you have more realistic wishes for Gundy Gundy's question? 
Yes, to elaborate a little bit on the Half-Life Alex, it's not necessarily just Half-Life Alex. It's kind of like a blanket statement here. I want notable PC VR games on the PlayStation VR 2. Like, I don't really hear a lot of people talk about Boneworks. You know, I would like to see Boneworks come to PSVR 2. That'd be cool. Half-Life Alex and, you know, other other ones that we don't see. I mean, we got Pavlov, you know, like that's a notable one. Uh, so uh, I just want to see more of that. Um my second one would be a PlayStation Home-esque type <laughs> of app. I would love that. You know, like, so just a social app where kind of like VR chat, not rec room graphics, you know, like just hanging out with friends, you know, shooting, like playing pool, uh, what, whatever the, whatever it could provide. Um, now the 3D movie cinema, like big screen, uh, movie theater app with 3D. I, agree with that i think that uh watching movies with friends uh would be uh great and uh would be is would be great especially on psvr2 because you know you won't be using your sense controllers much uh you'll just be watching and like the 3d it would be awesome um i'm very this one is very wishful thinking i don't think it'll happen but grand theft auto 5 <laughs> playstation vr2 i mean talk talk about the one it was so heavily rumored it was so it seemed to make logical sense if you were sony and you were going to use that we want to sell our headset to everybody right what's the one game what's been the best-selling game for three generations straight who who would be the first team you go to to obviously go to rockstar and be like for the love of god please bring give us a version of grand theft auto and on psvr2 makes sense that'd be amazing yep that'd be that that would kill it. That would kill like like that. In my opinion, that would be the best thing that that could happen for the PlayStation VR two. And lastly, I just want the PlayStation Store to finally work <laughs> by the end of the year. Like I am tired of this. I am so tired of this. You know, like I just want I just want my PlayStation VR games to just show up when I want them to like last, like on last generation, you couldn't even find Catan VR in the PlayStation VR store. You would have to actually manually search it. Yeah. So yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry to burst your bubble, Albert, but he said, he, he said realistic wishes. And, uh, I, just, I don't think the PlayStation store is ever going to function properly. That's all. Jeremiah in the chest says, fuck all that factions. VR is all I need. That works. <laughs> Now That'd be great. Now it's Ryan, the game feline says, I would live in Grand Theft Auto 5 VR like I have lived in Skyrim for months. I, I feel like I'd spend way too much time in Grand Theft Auto because from I never played online, Grand Theft Online, but from everything I've heard, it is, I mean, that's what I want out of a VR game, man. Um. Yeah, um, Grand Theft Auto is, like, it still has a lot of meat into it, man. Like, um... Like, a lot of people, like, haven't played the PlayStation 5 version of Grand Theft Auto, and I think that's the best way you can play it, because if you play any other generation, if you play the campaign, you know that when you're switching between character to character, you're stuck in the clouds. You know, you're stuck in the clouds going from character to character. It's seamless on the PlayStation 5. It's way better like that. I mean, that's just something that I haven't really heard anybody talk about, to be honest, but yeah. All right, man, we're going to move along because we got tons of news to talk about in the next news story. Uh, it was super exciting. This happened just, was it two nights ago, man? Again, everything's just a goddamn blur around here. Um, 
But uh, Vertical Robot, developer Vertical Robot, announced that Red Matter 2 is officially coming to PlayStation VR 2. And I don't even have to look at the date because I know what the date is because it intersects with another date that I'm waiting for. Uh, May 11th is coming to PlayStation VR 2. Uh, did you get the chance to play these games yet? I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. I have not. Okay. I have That's not. perfect. Nope. Perfect. Right? So many, so many people are like, oh, I already played Red, uh, Red Matter 2 on Quest. So like, this is cool, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to buy it again. Um, I started it on Quest and I was like, this is okay. You know, hmm. but, and, uh, but I, I absolutely loved Red Matter 1. So hopefully they'll have, uh, hopefully they'll have news about what they're doing with Red Matter 1. It seems really weird to have a, a sequel announced for this new next gen headset and not, it's a direct sequel. Story, story wise, it continues where the last one left off. Um, so it seems strange to not have the ability to play Red Matter 1 on PSVR yet. So hopefully they'll have an announcement about that soon. Uh, but the more interesting part about this wasn't that the game is coming to PSVR 2. I think that's been kind of heavily rumored for a while. Um, I think I might have accidentally said that it was coming <laughs> a while ago. And um, But it's, it was all about their tweet where they where they listed all the cool shit that they're doing to the game, uh, you know, from the PC version, from the Quest version. And that's that it's going to run at a native 120 FPS, meaning no reprojection. It's got foveated rendering, remastered 4K textures, new lighting, uh, new shadows, the whole thing. Um, this, these games already look stunning. And I, and I think this is going to be a, a nice wake up call to some developers, right? Who are like, oh, we couldn't get our game running at 120 FPS without reprojection or whatever. Not, I mean, and I, I want to clarify, not every game can. Right. Games like Horizon Call of the Mountain, like it's just there's just too much. The environment is just too detailed. There's too much stuff going on that you can see way, way too far out in the distance. I think that the way Red Matter 2 is specifically designed is perfect to allow for 120 FPS. So uh, this is I'm dude, I'm super excited for this news. I think this is going to be a fun game and I think it's going to be a visual showcase. Yeah, especially for people who have never even played Red Matter 1 like me, you know, uh, people who like, you know, this is their first uh, experience on the PlayStation VR 2 um, and are loving their VR right now. I, and having uh, games like this in, will only benefit, you know, like the VR landscape as a whole. Will, will you wait, having, having not played Red Matter 1, will you wait till you, you, till you can get your hands on it on PSVR 2 somehow? Or uh, or will you just dive in and say, fuck, fuck, I'll, I'll get I'll get caught up. It'll be fine. I'm sure I can figure out what's gonna, happening. I have to. I have to do a little research. Uh, actually, I, you know, I could just. I could just ask right now. It, um, it, do you think that Red Matter Two is a direct sequel to Dead Matter One? Like, do I have to know what the events of Dead uh, of Dead Matter Red Matter <laughs> <laughs> Red Matter? Um, like, do I have to know what's going on with that story to actually get caught up with uh, Red Matter Two? I mean. No, <laughs> like I don't. I don't think so. I, I'm. I think every single developer out there, every single studio, is aware that there will be people who are buying their game and not knowing what happened in the first game. Right? That that you can't you can't make it so that it's 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 hard to understand if it's a new gamer. So I feel like a lot of a lot of teams make sure that there's enough backstory there that like within the first twenty minutes or so, you're going to get caught up on a lot of this stuff. Um, so I, I don't. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be crazy difficult to get into or anything, um, but I think you'll probably appreciate it more if you do play the first one. Um, I'll I'll take that into consideration. Yeah, yeah, I'll think about that for sure. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. 
Yeah, SP says Red Matter 1 wasn't bad on PSVR 1. I don't think it was bad at all on PSVR 1. I think they made it, it was a beautiful game. Uh, and within, I think, a week of the game coming out, they allowed us to turn off the anti-aliasing, which I always do um, in, in a heartbeat, man. Like, I'd rather have, like, a little bit of shimmer from the rough edges than uh, than, than the, the smear out there. Yeah, the blurry, like, just meshing together is, just doesn't work out that way, like, in, for VR, for some people. Yeah. Not for me, at least. I turned it off immediately the second they gave us the option in Firewall. But, uh, oh, yeah. May 11th, dude. May 11th. And the reason that May 11th is so significant uh, isn't just because of Red Matter 2. It's because <gasps> we're getting another highly anticipated game on May 11th, and that's Walkabout Mini Golf. And uh, we already knew this. this is, we're not breaking the news right now, but it, we're so fucking excited about it. Um, and a lot of the cats today have been pointing out, Albert, that, uh, that over on Steam, and I believe on the quest as well. I haven't, I haven't checked that out. Uh, that there's a bundle over there called the whole W H O L E in one bundle. And it's like $36, 35 89. And it includes the full game. It includes uh, the original eight courses, which is the full game. The first seven DLC courses that were $3 a piece in the last three that were $4 a piece. So you get everything walkabout that you could possibly buy uh, for $36. Uh, you're, wow. you're a walkabout fan. That's right? a deal. Yeah, yeah. I, I love Walkabout. Um, I'm just going to be honest with you. I did not purchase any of the DLC. <laughs> so, but um, if they do have an option for the game that like, that doesn't require DLC, don't you worry, guys. Don't worry. You are still, you can still play with your friends as long as they have the DLC pack. You guys have a guest pass. Uh, you just can't collect the balls and you can't do the fox hunts, but you can still play golf and that's that's all, you know, just hanging out with friends and just shooting the shit, playing golf. That's that's so much fun in of itself, really, uh, especially in VR, like and with and with cool people, you know. Yeah, absolutely agree. This is uh, also by by the DLC, by by the whole thing, because <laughs> for real, like it is for thirty five dollars, like you're going to get hundreds of hours out of out of this. It's it's a ridiculously good deal. Yeah, you can. I'm assuming that they'll probably sell the game. Uh, for $15 on its own, you know, with the original eight courses, I'm sure you'll have that option. Uh, but I'll tell you that the best courses are the ones that came out after that, the ones that are part of the DLC. Uh, El Dorado was unbelievable. I thought El Dorado, the course designs were just so great. That was when they really hit their stride, I think. And then 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Both of those I could play probably endlessly. Uh, they're all good, but those are the two best ones in my book. Awesome Tatum in the chat says, give me my friggin' walkabout. I want to play that new Egypt course. <laughs> I actually played the Egypt course uh, last night, and I thought it was pretty cool. I played hard mode. Uh, I played hard mode all 18, and uh, I played the last night on easy, and I got to say, very, very impressive, and I cannot wait for the PlayStation VR 2. Dude, that's so good to hear because, like, the only courses I didn't love, like Mist, was fine. Like it, I played it, but I only played it like once or twice, right? Like with El Dorado, I jumped in and I wanted to play it constantly with Mist. I played it once and I was like, yeah, let's go play something else. Right. And then, uh, and then everybody told me that Upside Town, the one that came out before the Egypt one was just not really that much fun. Um, and so it's really good to hear that they've kind of bounced back and that the Egypt one is, is fun again. Yeah. I think, I mean, like, given i haven't really played walkabout uh, as much as you guys or any of the other cats around here um but the i have played uh, the atlantis course i've played um I, i've played 
almost all of the original courses that have come with the base game. Um, and some other ones too. I just can't really name them off the top of my head because there's, there's just so many. There's just a lot. And like, you know, given that there's night and day course, you know, so there's just tons of content. And I don't know, like you've been back there with like, uh, the home screen where there's like the practice, uh, and uh, range and the shooting range. Uh, I thought oh. that, that was super cool. Oh yeah. The, um, like, so, so just like the social area, the hangout, like where the, where the, where the clubhouse is. Yeah. With the, yeah. Yeah. The drive, the driving range, practice range, all that. Yeah. All that was added later on. And, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a cool thing, especially since like whenever I play walkabout, I never know who's going to join me. Right. We were just talking about this with Demio. It's like when I play Demio, I know who's going to join me. I don't need a hangout area. Again, that's just me personally, but with walkabout, it's like, am I going to play with two other people or three other people? or five other people or six other like, and so, so I'll put the room code out there and just see who shows up. Right. So I definitely wait quite a bit. And so I need, I need that social hangout area in order to do it. Spooky Yuki in the chest says that's Albert. Get that. Yuki. <laughs> um, we also had uh, bound underground in the chat says I would pay a hundred dollars or more for walkabout best game ever. Listen, as much as I love mighty coconut and as much as I love walkabout mini golf, don't give them any ideas. <laughs> it's like PSVR two special edition. Boom, 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 boom. Ninety nine, ninety nine. It's like no. What happened? <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> Why did we listen to Bound Underground? <laughs> Horrible. Uh, he said he almost fell over playing Upside Town. That's good to know. I, I definitely. I want to check it out. No. I, sh- I shouldn't. I shouldn't even be saying that some people don't like it because I don't have an opinion on it. I want to know if it's any good. <sighs> Me too. Yeah. All right, man. We got a couple more tips to take care of before we move on to our next story. Shapeshifter R. Shapeshift R. The amorphous game cat with the six dollars and sixty six cents uh, says, "Do any of the hosts or co-hosts plan to play Zelda Tears of the Kingdom when it releases on May twelfth, <laughs> the day after Red Matter two in Walkabout?" By the way, the last trailer was amazing. I'm personally beyond hyped. I'm gonna be honest; I barely touched my Switch like in a while, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm probably not. I'm very dedicated. To my PlayStation VR. Yeah, I, I mean, I got to, ch- I got to pick and choose my battles. Unfortunately, I, uh, when it comes to flat screen games, I, I can't, I can't just be like, oh, I'm going to play this one and that one and this one because every time I, I do that, that's a game that's not getting reviewed or covered or whatever for the channel. So, uh, unfortunately, got to pick my battles, and I, and I chose my battles, and I'm playing Dead Island Two this weekend. I'm so excited. <laughs> If you need uh, any assistance, Darth Vader, Tatum, and I are here to help. Yeah, I mean, you guys are you guys are my team, man. Like, I, although I guess it's only three players this time around, right? Not four. So we'll see who's around. I have no idea. Actually, I came in. I bought the game blind, blind as a bat. Or actually, I think I think that's not the proper term to use anymore for a first playthrough. Or yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we got. Danimus Dianos Dianos Maximus. I'm going to have to go come back to this one. And Dianus Maximus. Is that Dianus Maximus? I don't know. Something around. We'll go with that. With five quid, he says the first time I've managed to catch a live stream. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the show. Uh, With being in the UK and work hours, thanks for all the great content and reviews. You're all amazing. He's the first time he gets to tune in. The uh, our UK co-host is MIA. He's like, he's like, I'm in the UK. I love Miles so much. Oh shit! I finally get to watch a show and Miles isn't here. 
Awesome. Thanks, Miles. You let everyone down. Radio Runt says, yo, 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 I am here. I've actually played Radio Runt with, uh, with, with Tiffany from Skydance. Uh, uh, Walkabout Mini Golf was the, was, was our one oh, and only cool. encounter. He's really good at Walkabout Mini Golf, you guys, just so you know. Watch out for Radio Runt if you're playing multiplayer. Yeah, Radio Run and I, we've talked about, uh, I think, Escape from Tarkov and, uh, and Ghost of Tabor a little bit here and there. Nice. Nice. Well, have you and Radio Run talked about VR Skater? Because VR Skater uh, is coming to PlayStation VR 2. And, oh boy, Albert, do we have a blog post to read as soon as I can get it up on the screen. This is a... Uh... Oh, yeah. I have mine ready right here. You excited about, uh, you excited about VR Skater while I get this shit ready? You know, I'm going to be honest, at first, kind of not really, but a- after watching a couple more videos about it, I think I think there's something to it. I, I really think that there's going to, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Here's, here's the interesting thing. At first, I was like, you know, at first, I was like, this seems really weak, right? It's like, you're just going down a straight line. This is, this is about as linear as courses can get. It's like, you just have to get from the beginning to the end. And I was like, this isn't, this is all right, right? And then the more I saw, the more I liked it too. So I'm in the same camp as you. And then somehow, just recently, I kind of realized that you have way more control over the way uh, your, your ability to kind of like strafe left and right down the course so actually lining up these tricks and actually grinding these rails and stuff you're not just like perfectly lined up for it like you've got a it's a little more work on your end and i was like oh you know what with that in mind i'm suddenly way more interested in this this is like the uh this is like the downhill jam on uh on skate or die <laughs> yeah like um um I, I the only games i've uh, the only skating games i really remember off the top of my head that I've played a lot were like the Tony Hawk underground series, you know, Tony Hawk underground one, two. And I also played uh Tony Hawk, um, man, uh, American wasteland. Yeah. American wasteland. Yep. Uh, and yeah, those are those that like, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see this because, um, like even looking at this gif that's on the PlayStation blog i don't know if you're there or not but like like there's this one little part where you actually grab the the skateboard and it actually turns into a hand and i don't know if that was shown before but actually seeing it now i think it's super cool yeah i'm getting like i gotta get to the gif where's the gif growing down to the gif jesus there's a lot of sirens today there's a a lot of sirens every day i don't know why i made it sound like it's unique to today (laughs) um are my gifts just not playing oh there it is Oh, dude, I've never seen that before. Yeah, there's like a hand that just like grabs the board. I for, I forgot. I'm not really too keen in the skateboard trick department, so I don't know what it's called. But um, it's very, very popular in in skate in skating in general. It's it's, and, ca- it's uh, called a front of the board grab, Albert. <laughs> front grab. I don't know what it's right? called. No idea. Uh, no. Something. I dude. Yeah. I, like I, I was a terrible skater. I I, I skated uh, in high school. Uh, I could barely do. I could barely all up on a sidewalk, and then I put, and then I skated in college. But all I really did with my buddy Adam was bomb every hill possible and get hurt a lot, uh, and that was a lot of fun. Um, but but as far as tricks go, I was terrible, terrible. The only tricks I really know are from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and uh, and I didn't learn a lot. It wasn't like I was taking notes and shit. I just knew the button combinations. Uh, so this is this is all uh, this is. I've seen a lot of tricks being done, but I don't actually know the names of most of them. Uh, 
So let's let's blast through this blog post real quick and highlight uh, some of the finer points. Nose grab. Nose grab. Thank you, chat. Damn. Thank you. Thank you, game chat. Scoby Man says, is it first or third person view? It's first person. You just can't see your character on the board because you got to pay attention to the board in order to do the tricks. Um, so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be really interesting. If, if this if they pull this off the way that I think they will, this is going to be fucking awesome. Um, VR Skater. Sorry, this comes from Frankie Fleming, Community and Digital Marketing Manager at Perp Games, our good friends over at Perp Games. Uh, a lot of great stuff coming from them soon. Keep your ears and eyes open. VR Skater is a highly immersive street skateboarding game coming to PlayStation VR 2 this summer. It's finally tuned. It's a finely tuned mix of both arcade and simulation, easy to learn but hard to master. The feeling you get after landing a difficult trick is like no other. Today we're talking new features, experiences, and everything PlayStation VR 2. Uh, one thing all skaters need to experience in VR is the Mega Ramp. From a gameplay point of view, the Mega Ramp allows players to catch air like never before, pulling off insane flip tricks and huge grabs over the iconic Mega Ramp made famous by skateboarding legend Danny Way. Uh, usually the key, can we stop, we gotta stop for a second. Albert, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I fall over just standing in a VR game. <laughs> like, like I'm, my character is not on Why? a skateboard. He's not on a motorcycle. He's just standing. <laughs> like, I, I'm very concerned about everything on my bookshelf because I don't, I, I, I think I'm going to break a lot of stuff playing this game. I'm going to fall over a lot because maybe I'm just old, but I've got no sense of balance left. <laughs> I think I'm going to fall a fucking lot playing this. Oh man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I mean, definitely utilize your, uh, your play space. You want to, you want to use the standing play space, then uh guardian, whatever it's called um for it uh then you know if if you're afraid <laughs> uh ted rex says this makes my knees ache just looking at it man i i mean dude i'm excited because I, I always say the same thing about vr games like whenever a developer's like oh we're worried that we're gonna make somebody sick i'm like go for it try to make me sick like i want to experience that maybe i'll fall over who cares right but like and and, and our, our good friend good friend bell ramio who really hurt himself playing vr right he's like weeks of recovery after he like busted yeah, his knee dude. Right. And so like, oh. it's, it's not, I make, I make jokes about it, but at the same time, it's, you know, it, it, be, be really careful out there. Be careful out there. Take good care of yourself. But like, I want Please. to, I want those feelings in VR, right? Like I want like that feeling of like, oh my God, like I think I'm going to fall over windlands, for example, right? Windlands one and two really made my stomach drop out. Not in a, not in a motion sick way, just in a, oh my God, like I can't, this is insane feeling. My body's convinced that I'm grappling around these environments. It's crazy. If it wasn't for me sitting down in No Man's Sky on PSVR 1, I would have been falling all over in my spaceship. Shapeshifter says, always wear protection, Brian. <laughs> we'll have to have a chat after the show. Um, so it says, oh, adaptive triggers. Here we go. Uh, announced first today on the PlayStation blog, VR Skater will use the power of the PlayStation VR 2 with all sorts of weird spaces and weird places to push immersion further. We plan to use adaptive triggers to adjust tension when steering in game, given giving the sensation of resistance you'd feel in a skateboard's trucks and bushings in real life. VR fans and skaters will love the announce, love this announcement as we're trying to replicate even the most minor details of skating. That's pretty cool, man. I didn't even think so much about the adaptive triggers as the haptics, right? The haptics, like when you're grinding right. a rail or something and you just feel like that dunk, 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 dunk kind of thing, like with, uh, you know, with every intersection of the pipe, it's like just, I wasn't thinking about how adaptive triggers could really make this more immersive. Um, 
So this will be interesting to feel. Uh, the controls replicate how tricks would be performed in real life, swiping and scooping your hands as if they were feet to perform iconic skate tricks like kick flips, tray flips, hard flips, and many more in nose grabs. Uh, feeling intuitive if you've ever stepped foot on a skateboard before. Um, all right. That's, that's super cool. Yeah. I think uh, I, I'm excited. Like actually that that's most uh, of the new information that was in the article. So uh, I, I don't think we have to read the rest of it, but, but very, very cool stuff. And, uh, and I definitely can't wait to, can't wait to try it out for myself. This is one that I think you have to play to really get excited for, but we'll find out. I think I, I I'm just going to throw this, uh, this, uh, throw away theory out there, but I think people who are good with, uh, the tech decks, you know what I'm talking about? Like the small little skateboards, I think they're going to be pretty good at this game. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they're going to be pretty good at this game. I don't know. I don't know about you. I I I don't know about me either. We got Kill Artist One, the Dreamweaver Game Cat in the chat with the five dollar tip says just got back from watching Evil Dead Rise. So much creepy goodness, dude! I keep hearing good things about uh, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, I'm the only horror movie that's really on my. Uh, on my radar right now is the new insidious movie. That new trailer just dropped the red door hmm. and I'm super duper excited. It comes out in like three months, but I'll tell you, I'm so excited about that movie that I can't even watch the trailer. However, I am, I've watched, I watched the first 12 seconds and I was like, no, I can't spoil anything else like that. Why would I watch a trailer if I'm already going to go see the movie? Right. What's, what's the point? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it really depends on the person, you know, like some people like, you know, they want to get as much information about like something as possible before they get, they go and see it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that makes sense for like a video game, but for like a movie who like, you know, like I, I like that mystery, you know, like what's going to happen here. Yeah. You know, that's why a lot of people like to avoid spoilers, you know? 100%. Uh, and for me, especially with scary movies, uh, how, like, I kind of enjoy the whole buildup more than more than the climax, whatever you want to call it. Um, but but you know, just like those subtle things that happen, like while, during the buildup of the movie, when you're when you're first getting in there, you're meeting the characters. You know, like weird things are kind of happening in the background, and like it's it's not like you know shit's not hitting the fan yet. The strobe lights aren't flashing. You know, people aren't screaming yet. It's the more subtle scares that like get me more right because they seem more realistic. They seem like shit that might happen to you in your real life. Uh, and so I, I, those are the things that I think trailers probably ruin more than anything else. And I don't, I don't want that shit ruined, man. Not at all. Yeah. 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 You could really tell like what kind of scary movie it is through the trailer, you know? Yeah. Well, luckily I've seen the first four insidious movies and I have a good feeling like I know what <laughs> an insidious movie will be like. I don't think I need to watch it. Um, fair enough. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Okay, I think that gets us caught up on tips for the time being. Um, so before we talk about Ghost of Tabor, we got one more first-person shooter to talk about, and that's an announcement that came uh, sort of an announcement, sort of a you know casual mention by by the developers. Um, if, if for the, all the eagle-eyed viewers, uh, you, you might see comments on different videos out there left by um, Hess Barber himself from First Contact Entertainment. There was a lot of pushback about Firewall Ultra, uh, and for good reason, when they talked about single button auto reload, uh, which was, you know, something that we were all very comfortable with on PlayStation VR 1 because we were using aim controllers and DualShock 4s, uh, but with two sense controllers, having two hands in the world is a little bit different. Um, and so it was very interesting to see, um, that they, they, they kind of updated everybody and, 
Sorry, I'm looking for uh, looking for my B-roll. <laughs> I I need a producer. I need a producer, Oliver. Really need a producer. Um, Someone just to just click a button. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the new, yeah, so the news about Firewall Ultra is that after launch, there'll be a uh, a separate mode called Ultra Mode, and that is for professional gamers. That is for hardcore gamers. That is for people who want to manually reload, who want to deal with friendly fire and who don't want any aim assist available at all. And then, and they kind of like lump all of those players together. Uh, and then all the more casual gamers, which is a very pejorative way of saying it. I understand that, uh, they, they can keep playing the regular mode. Uh, is this, do you, do you think which, which of these groups do you think will prevail Albert, right? There's going to be the the people who want to use all these assists in in automatic reload. There's all the people who want to do the hardcore stuff. Which of these which of these do you think is going to be more popular ultimately? Oh man, ultimate like ultimately, it's just going to make the game grow. Uh, but out <laughs> of the two, um, it really it really depends on what on what they're delivering. You know, like. Like if there if there's going to be a rank system for like the regular mode with like the single button press reload, which I personally don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, like I could care less if I have to manually reload or not. Like I I'm well versed into playing VR shooters where where like you know manual reload this and that this and that. I'm oh, totally okay with with oh. With a little bit of immersion break when it comes to that, you know, like there's, it doesn't kill the game, it, it, like, uh, in my opinion. But, uh, me personally, I am a hardcore shooter fan and I really do like my main reload, so I can see myself play a lot more of the hardcore mode. But it really just depends on what they're bringing to the table for both modes, um, at the end of the day. For sure, for sure. Uh, I'm almost kind of happy that, like, that's not going to be there at launch, right? Cause then we, everybody gets to get in, everybody gets to feel for the game, right? And, and the, we'll be playing, I'm sure pretty much constantly for weeks or however long it takes for this mode to kick in. Uh, and then I feel like we'll be prepared, right? It's like we, we're going to have a total understanding of the game. We're going to have total understanding of all the different mechanics that are at play. We're going to have leveled up quite a bit and like probably unlock some gadgets and, uh, and, and, you know, we got a chance to experiment with more weapons. Uh, and then, and then at that point, it's like, okay, now if you feel like going in, you know, like I, cause I, I guarantee you that if I went into ultra mode on day one, I would get my ass handed to me, <laughs> but, but to allow me to practice in a more casual way and then be like, okay, I'm pretty fucking good at this game now. And now that the ultra mode is available, I'm going to go in and, I, and I'm going to feel more confident about it. See here. Here's a little rebuttal to that, though. Um, if you get too used to the aim assist, and if you get too used to the to like the mechanics of the regular mode, it, it won't really transfer over to their ultra mode. That they're like from from what they're saying, it, it it's just, it's going to be pretty much a completely different game mode. Yeah. Um. What I would really like to see, like how Wes, uh, virtual strangers in the chat says, options are always the best. Yeah. I really hope to see, uh, custom game modes come out with this with hell of a lot more options than in Firewall Zero Hour, because in Firewall Zero Hour we were just really limited to what team you want to choose and what uh, map you want to play, and boom, let's go. You know. Yeah. 
I agree. Option, yeah, options are always best to take Wes's words right out of his mouth. Um, you know, if, if in a perfect world, the exact thing we've been saying is auto reload takes longer than manual, than you can do it manually yourself, right? And so if you feel like doing it manually yourself and you're willing to face the consequences of maybe doing it wrong, right? Like, or, or, or not, you know, not getting the clip in the way that you're supposed to, because like a lot of times you're doing this without looking and you're just trying to like, you know, get your weapon ready so that you can pop out of cover and be ready. If you're willing to take that risk then and you can do it fast, then, then, then perfect. You've got an advantage, but there's also a risk reward system at play there. Um, and so I, I think it would be, it would be great if we had the option to do both, uh, at any point, but it does seem like they, they're, they're very, very, uh, intentionally separating these player bases. Uh, so we'll see how that pans out. Uh, but I do think at a certain point, Alvar, I think at a certain point, everyone's going to be like, fuck this casual shit. Like, you know, we, t- we took a poll on the last games cast, or, or I think it was the last one and 20% of people said that they prefer button reload. And then a whole bunch of people wow. said they prefer, uh, the option to have either. And then a bunch of people said, you know, so it, manual reload was definitely the majority, but 20% is not a small number. And I don't think you can ignore that number. Uh, and so no, can't. it's good to have it there for those people. Um, but, but it's also, but, but it's also strange to not allow those 20% to interact with the other percentage that, that demand manual reloads, but it's happening. That's all that matters. I'm excited either way. Um, more shooters on the PSVR two for bring it on. You know, I, I like we, we need it. Uh, Players want it, and we're getting it. So I'm happy. Alfred, did you say couldn't care less? Because Dan Danarama, the Game Cat's pajamas with the five quid tips, and says <laughs> couldn't care less. LV couldn't. Um. So I'm gonna be honest. English was not my first language, so my grammar is not the best. But uh, thank you very much, Dan, the Game Cat pajamas oh, for. <laughs> Thank you very much. I do appreciate you for correcting my name, though, because LV is is another nickname. Yeah. Oh, craziness! I, I don't even understand what he's referring to. Did you say couldn't care less? Did you say could care less? I don't. I don't know, man. I didn't. Um, I, have no I, idea. I I talk and talk and talk. I I I don't even know what I say half the time. Same. Yeah. Yeah. More sirens on my end. I don't listen when I talk. I I have a hard time listening when other people talk. So I'm right there with you, man. I'm I'm surprised we're 50 <laughs> minutes in. I don't know what either one of us have said. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> wow, 50 minutes this is the quickest 50 minutes I've ever been in part of. For yeah. real, right? Well, oh, what, hey, look, Tigger's back. What's what's back? Oh, hey Tigger. We we need we need to put you full yeah. screen, man, because Tigger is fucking adorable. It actually looks like your raccoon tail is is Tigger's tail. Well, it, it did. Now it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, no, she has her own background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, you guys. Uh, that is a nice background. Take a rock in the colors. Um, oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, it is time to get to the main topic of the show. Uh, and and that's Ghost of Tabor. Um, Ghost of Tabor. Hype. Sorry. Oh, hype. Yeah, Ghost of Tabor hype. I'm sorry. Uh, Albert, <laughs> this, is, this is really why you're here, right? It, you, it wasn't that Miles was like, I'm not going to be able to make the show. And... I was like, oh my God, I'm scrambling. Who can I possibly get at the absolute last minute? You and I were planning this episode for a long time, saying as soon as we have a chance, we want to sit down and talk about Ghost of Tabor. And that is what we're doing here today. We were just waiting for Miles to finally get sick of us and give us an opportunity <laughs> to do it. Um, so, all right, man. Well, listen, 
for anybody who doesn't know, Ghost of Tabor uh, is coming to PlayStation VR 2 in the way that... Are you doing a Red Bull promotion in the middle of my speech? <laughs> uh, um, are, you a uh, Red Bull, are you a Red Bull affiliate? I love my Red Bull, mm-hmm. but no, I'm not an affiliate yet. Ooh, ooh. Well, I love my Chameleon Cold Brew Concentrate. Uh, I don't think I'm supposed to be drinking this straight, mm. but I do. And if you want to sponsor me, let's do it, man, because this shit's too expensive to buy myself. <laughs> um, dude, Ghost of Tabor coming to PlayStation VR 2 Q3 of this year. Uh, and just to preface the entire thing, you've been playing it, I believe, on Steam with a Quest 2 headset, correct? Yes. And I've been correct. playing it on Quest 2 standalone, which I will recommend right um, now. Don't do that. To be to be a little bit more specific, I am playing through Steam VR uh, with through AirLink on my Quest too. I'm not using virtual desktop um, or um, or link cable. Yep. Nice. All right. Well, I'm going to get some footage going up here. Here we go. Um, Elver, in, in in the best possible way, uh, a lot of people are not familiar with uh, Escape from Tarkov, which is the game that this game is definitely based on. Um, so for people yes. who are not familiar with Tarkov, can you explain like what the, just kind of the overall premise, we don't have to go too deep quite yet. We'll, we'll, we'll tackle all of that, um, step-by-step, step. but just give me an overall, how would you describe this? What's your elevator pitch for Ghosts of Tabor? Elevator pitch of Ghosts of Tabor. Let me tell you what, guys, <laughs> if you like shooters and if you like shooters that has risk and reward, this is the game for you. Um, but that, yeah, that's my little spiel right there. But all right. So, but to be quite honest uh, with you, I personally do love this game a lot. It's, um, I, I think Rypop, our moderator, is going to not like it when I say this, but it's my type of battle royale. Sorry. Sorry. Um, it's battle royale-esque. It's not necessarily 100% a battle royale. Um, we'll, we'll get more into it. Uh, but, um, so, it's a tactical uh, military shooter, player versus player versus uh, NPCs. Um, some NPCs are uh, like, you know, your lower level NPCs that have shittier guns. And then some of them have better guns. And then some of them are just geared out and you have to like put a lot of bullets into them or have like good bullets. Um, and, you know, there's players, there's players around you and you're just there just trying to loot and escape and escape alive, honestly. All right. Uh, I, I think yeah. that's a good overview, Elver, and I, and I think and I think that in order to do this properly, we're, we're going to have to tackle this a little bit uh, systematically, structurally, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so let's just let's just the first thing you do is you head out into the world, right? And you, yes. and you can go out what in teams of three right now. Uh, as of right now, from what I know, yes, teams of three. Okay. And so when you head out into the world, you're basically dropped either uh, on an island or in the middle of what's it called? Uh, the island of Tabor or the missile silo or the missile silo. So two maps right now. And so what, what's the, when you get out into the world, what is it that you have to do? What's your mission? What are you trying to accomplish? So, um, your mission is, is pretty much, um, escape, escape, (laughs) survive. Okay. Uh, pretty, pretty much. Uh, but overall it really depends on the missions that you get from the kiosk before you get into the maps uh sometimes because uh, the name of the game is to level up your traders uh in the tabor market in order to get 
better weapons. And in order to do that, you would either have to sell them stuff that you collect from the raid or uh, complete missions that they give to you, and you have to complete them in the raid. Um, so uh, so pretty much your main mission is to uh, level up your traders as, as high as possible so you can get the best loot, the best gear at any time you want so you don't have to uh so you have a little bit of more ease of mind when you're going in there it's not a guarantee that you're going to survive if you have great uh gear or anything right and so the, the way that you level up those uh those different merchants are to get out into the world and basically run around kill everybody that you see npcs or other players uh and take and basically fill up your backpack with as much loot as you possibly can right and uh and and then find uh and then find an an extraction point. Yeah, uh yeah, it's an extraction uh uh looter shooter uh survival elements into it. Escape from Tarkov for example, uh there there's a lot of things into it like for instance there's um uh there's hydration and hunger. Uh and there's uh some foods like here in Escape from uh well it, uh Escape from Tarkov and Ghost of Tabor, there's some food that actually dehydrate you. Uh, as your hunger goes up and there's some drinks that actually dehydrate you like the energy drink for some reason in the ghost of Tabor. Uh, like, like, and, and there's some milk also in Escape from Tarkov that when you drink uh, condensed milk that definitely lowers your stats. It's not, it's not a good thing to, <laughs> to take. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, it's, it's very hardcore. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a very hardcore uh, military shooter. But yeah. Shapeshifter, uh, the amorphous game cat in the chat, says uh, the Quest 2 looks so shitty. This is the PC VR version. This is actually uh, footage from Elvert's, uh, one of Elvert's streams, um, because I, I just knew that the the Quest uh, version right now is on App Lab, and so it's, it's certainly not the complete version by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and there are certainly points on Quest where the resolution is terrible and it drops into, I swear, single digit frame rates. Um, but, uh, but here on PC, it's looking, it's looking okay. Um, but you see, did you say you compare this to like Pavlov in terms of like visual quality? Yes. I, um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually just played ghost of war. I, I popped out, uh, into Pavlov earlier and yeah, like, um, and I, I have a pretty good PC. I, uh, I, I can't really tell you the specs off the top of my head. I think I have a 2060, um, uh, GeForce RTX. Um, and yeah, a pretty beefy computer. Um, we'll, we get to specs, uh, some other time. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, like I could really compare the graphics to Pavlov, uh, uh, as of right now. Yeah. Right on. All right, man. So just before we get back to like the safe house and talk about what happens between runs, uh, just let's clarify. You're out here in the wild trying to survive some survival elements. Uh, you're trying not to get killed by other players or NPCs. And while you're doing that, um, you're collecting as much stuff as you possibly can. Your backpack is the coolest fucking Resident Evil 4 variation I've ever seen, right? Because you're actually utilizing the space in real life, there's no grid system, nothing like that. You're actually just putting stuff into your backpack and it just kind of hovers there. Uh, and you just got to sort of Tetris things around until you get everything to fit. Uh, and I'm really, really, really terrible at that. Um, <laughs> but so, uh, so you're collecting all this stuff and then you find the extraction point and you get out of there. Uh, so you bring all this stuff back to your safe house 
and, and this is, yes. and I'll tell you, Albert, I'm, I'm only, I don't know how many hours of this I've played, probably two or three hours. And so I'm still, I've still got a lot to learn. Uh, and you've been a very good teacher so far and it's been a lot of fun playing with you. Um, but I still have a lot to learn when I get back to the safe house and I unload everything. Um, <laughs> it's so technical sometimes that like, I think this, it might put a lot of people off. Um, but like, I mean, can you, can you explain like how to craft ammo and, and some of the more technical things so people have a better idea of just how simmy this can get? Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, um, there's these ammo boxes that you could collect in raid, um, or you could actually craft ammo in your store, in your, uh, safe house, uh, in your armory specifically. Um, in order to do that, you have to collect brass and you would have to collect gunpowder. Uh, there's three different types of gunpowder. There's armor piercing, there's a uh, regular, um, uh, armor piercing, uh, hollow point and, uh, tracer rounds. There we go. Um, so, so yeah, you work, you work with those bullets, uh, as is. Um, so what I would recommend doing after a raid is when you get your guns, you know, situated and stuff, and then you pick the guns you want out, uh, what you do is you take the clip out and then th to the right of the blue machine, there's this, uh, ammo loader. You stick your, uh, magazine in there and it will tell you uh what kind of ammo it needs and then in the uh, bullet crafting station you have to select the type of ammo and pull a lever a box comes out and uh you just don't you press grip open up the ammo box you reveal the amount that you want you flip it upside down you press trigger and all of them fall down you click on load they'll load up and then you get your clip, put it back into your gun, and you're good to go. As long as you have a bullet in the chamber. If you have a bullet in the chamber, don't don't cock it because you're just wasting ammo like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very. It's very technical. I saw Time to Play VR in the chat say the backpack looks like hard work. If you think the backpack looks like hard work, I mean, that is the tip of the iceberg here. This game, I feel like, is all about hard work. Right. Like it's, it's a type of game where like you don't automatically just take all your best stuff out into the field on every run. Right. Because if you do, then if you get killed, you oh. lose it all. Right. And, and you're so, going to be so sad. And so it's all about building up your supplies and like, and, and I mean, I'm just looking, you know, when I look at Elvert's uh, gameplay and he has all of this stuff everywhere and all my walls are empty. Like I just, I can't wait to get to the point where I just go, Oh, what are, you know, this, the saints and sinners feeling when you're leaving the, the bus and you go, what weapon do I want to take with me today? Right. I just have that, um, just have that moment where you're like, I'm planning my day. How am I going to kill these motherfuckers? Uh, I'm, I, I'm not there yet. I'm, I, as of this moment, I, I, I pretty much only have one option. I'm like, uh, I guess I'll take this handgun and, and, and this assault rifle. And that's all I've really got. And if I lose it, I'm fucked. Right. So ev on every run, I'm trying to bring more stuff back with me. But then on the last run, I had, I had a good helmet on. I had a good, uh, vest for protection. I was, I was good to go and I had, and I had some decent weapons on me too, thinking, okay, this is going to be the one. Like I'm going to go out there and kill everybody. And some dude shot me from all the way across the map. And I was like, and, and I lost it all. So the risk reward that you were talking about at the beginning of the segment is 100% real. Like it's fucking scary real. Like do not take your favorite shit with you. Uh, if you're scared to lose it, like make sure you have multiple of your favorite thing before you start taking it out into the field games like this will quickly humble you um <laughs> if you if you think that you're gonna come go in there and you're gonna wreck 
yeah, you're going to get quickly humbled. All right. So you definitely, you brought this up. You said you want to create, create these like relationships with the different vendors, right? In the Tabor marketplace, which is a completely separate place than what we're looking at here, the safe house where you bring all your stuff back, but then you can actually bring up the menu and go to the Tabor marketplace. And then you, then you start taking on missions with all these different vendors. So what's the point of that? Um, before I answer that question, uh, Shapeshifter has a really good question in the chat asking how many players in a match, two teams of three or four or six teams. Uh, the answer to that is Missile Silo has six actual players in the game at a time. So if you go into a team, if you go in, in there with the team of three, then you already have half the map. Uh, with uh, players, you know, with your team right there. Uh, Island of Tabor, there's up to 12 players at the moment. Uh, so we'll be one-fourth uh, if we have a team of three in there. Yeah. It's it, They're big maps, too. And I, I think that was one of the things I, it took me a little while to get used to because this is, yes, in essence, it is a type of battle royale, but not totally. It's a completely different type right it feels like it but it's yeah. but it's not right it, battle royale just has that feeling it does because yep. here you are you just drop you on the map you know just like fortnite or something but like you're not dropping next to a ton of other people and killing five people out right off the bat with you know a stick or something it, it, and that's the, the map's big the map's really big and so it can be a long time before you see anybody if you see anybody else at all um and so but Yep. And I don't think I don't, the one of the most important things that I don't think we've conveyed yet, Albert, is that this game's really tense, right? The whole time it's all about listening. Like I'm making sound with my footsteps, you're making sound with your footsteps, and like in and you there's proximity chat. And so if I'm like yelling, you know, Albert, do you see anything? It's like other people around us can hear. And so you got to be careful. It's like I got to get close to Albert and talk to him, um, and and make sure that we you know we, we're talking to each other quietly so that if there are people around they don't hear us talking i will tell you that one of the scariest things i've ever heard in this game is somebody talking because that usually means i'm about to die because i hear somebody <laughs> and that means they're, i'm close enough to them for them to fucking see me and kill me and so if i, I hear somebody's that. voice i'm like fuck i'm about to die it's the scariest noise you could possibly hear yeah, yeah, no, I, I completely understand. Like, 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 that's why when, when, like, I try to walk up to people and I talk to them, like, um, uh, be, you know what? We're, we're straying a little bit too far. Uh, let's get, let's get back to the, to the Tavor market sure, real sure. quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, I could talk about this for ages, uh, to be quite honest. Uh, if anybody wants to talk more goes to Tavor with me, I'm always on Discord. Trust me. Um, so, uh, so in the, in the Tabor marketplace, um, there, you have different vendors all around. Um, you, like there's a vendor for medicine. There's a vendor that you go to, uh, for brass and your gunpowder. There's a vendor for, uh, your helmet and, ha and backpack and your chest rig. There's a vendor for weapons. There's a vendor for food and water. Uh, trust me, there's a lot to this game. Um, and, um, and yeah, uh, so you could go up to a vendor and you could choose what you want in a kiosk and then it'll, uh, populate in, in a wall right next to that kiosk. And then, uh, in your gun holster, you have a little scanner that you could scan, uh, what you want to buy. And then you go back to the kiosk, you press purchase, and then it'll be back at your safe house in the trade room. There's a lot going on here, man. There's a lot going on here. This is 
it's it's funny because there what's here isn't doesn't feel like something i shouldn't uh, that that i haven't seen before but it is it, it it all feels like the natural evolution of of these types of games and and i personally haven't experienced this uh, i don't know how similar this is to is, uh, escape from tarkov cuz i've never played tarkov right but there's so much going on here that i'm actually surprised that this level of simulation this level of realism hasn't been uh, ha- hasn't been attempted before, but it's certainly never been attempted before in VR. Uh, yep. And, and so, uh, and so this is, this is interesting. And I think that I'm really excited for this because I think I'm going to spend a lot of time in this because I really want to get good at it. Um, but there's a part of it that really terrifies me because there's so much to learn. The learning curve on this is steep. So it's immediately going to put off people like time to play who is like the backpack looks like work. Right. If the backpack looks like work, then the rest of this game is not for you. I promise you. And so the it, backpack's the most fun, in my opinion. <laughs> it's, it's, I love the backpack mechanics. It's going to put off a lot of people, though. Right. Because just because it's it's just not it's not, not an arcade shooter in like even the sim shooters that we've had. Uh, this takes it to a whole new level. Right. This almost feels like we've, we've decided to not worry if if, uh, if if these mechanics don't translate well into a game. We've just decided to go as fucking sim heavy as possible and make people work for everything that they have. And, and part of mm-hmm. me really enjoys that. Uh, and it, and it, obviously you really enjoy that, too, because uh, how many hours do you have in this at this point? Oh, man. Um, like, honestly, I don't have as many hours as 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 other people, to be honest. Sure. Um uh, I have over 40 hours collectively within the pre-alpha and, um, or, or with, not with the pre-alpha, but with the alpha and, uh, and the beta right now, uh, collectively over 40 hours, uh, escape from Tarkov over a hundred hours. Here's the thing about escape from Tarkov though. I have over a hundred hours in that game and I still feel like I don't know <laughs> shit, <laughs> like nothing. That's how I feel in every game, Albert. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you, so, I mean, what are your overall thoughts? I mean, like, what, is this, is this going to be a must buy PSVR two game when it comes out? Like, I mean, especially if they like, you know, really kind of polish this thing out. Cause it's, it's, we, I, I don't want to gloss over the fact that this game is janky as hell, right? It's it, ghost of jank, ghost of jank. It's, it's on app lab. Is it early access on steam? Do we know? E, um, let me, uh, verify that with you right now, actually, yeah. dude, Elvert and I were in the middle of this in the build in this building, like in the lobby of this building, right? And I put my backpack down because I was trying to like reload my weapon. And I was trying mm. to pull shit out of my backpack, and it stuck there. And I, and I was like, "Oh my god, am, am I a moron? Is Elvert going to think I'm really stupid, like for not being knowing how to pick up my backpack?" And then Elvert comes in and he's like, "Let me try to let me try to pick up your backpack." And he puts down his backpack, and it also gets stuck there. Like w- this game is not without jank; it is jank central. Um, and so I'm really, really hoping that they can polish out all the jank. Um, you know, make it nice and shiny and, and pretty for the PSVR two launch. Uh, and, uh, because I, I do think I, I, I'm very, very, I'm done with the quest version. I'm absolutely done playing because like I said, there was like times where it was like chugging along at 10 FPS and it, and, and that, and you can only do that for so long before it just wears you out. Right. When I get motion sick, I get tired and that's what this game did to yeah. me on quest. Uh, but if they can get a nice solid frame rate on PSVR two, I am down for some prolonged sessions. Uh, yeah, no, honestly, once it comes out to PSVR 2, it's going to be one of the, it's going to be, depending on what games come out before that, I don't know, it's a really tough call between, um, RE8 and this game, but I think this game is like the most VRAF game there is at the moment. 
it's pretty VRAF. Yeah, um, just to go into a little deeper with the with the uh, magazines and the bullets, you could oh, actually here we go. Yep. manually put bullets into your clips, and you could actually manually take out the bullets as well. Uh, so, so like in the middle, like so in the middle of a game, if you have a shotgun with no uh, with with no ammo or like or no magazine, you would have to actually manually put. Um, your ammo shells in there, so you would have to actually have some loose shells in your backpack. Uh, oh, oh man, yeah. yeah. But the game <laughs> is still early access as well. I, it, I yeah. like that you the said. Game, I like that you said you can do this as if it's a feature because <laughs> it is technically a feature. It's something that no other game is doing. Uh, but man, it drives me crazy, right? Because like I, like I, I'm not a weapons guy, right? Like I am learning about guns and and weapons. Uh, because of video real time yeah and so and so yeah it's you know like just learning to reload all the different weapons in pavlov that that was an experience for me just being like i don't fucking know man like i'm just gonna have to learn this on the fly and uh and and this this now takes it to a whole new level and i'm like jesus like there's gonna be people out there that really really appreciate this um, but that, that's one part of this that i haven't even come to terms with yet i'm like where do i get a magazine from and you're like you gotta go find one I'm like, I gotta go you find gotta one. Go find one. <laughs> like, <what? Yep. laughs> Either find one or level up. Uh, level up the um, gun person, um, the specter. Uh, specter. I, I forgot the full name. Uh, and uh, yeah, you get some uh, magazines from Specter. Oh yeah. Uh, once you level Specter up. This your, is this uh, your most hyped, most uh, excited, most anticipated PSVR two game, Albert? This is my most anticipated game. Oh, right period. Now. Period. Nice. Period. Uh, I, 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 I own it, and it's still my most anticipated uh, game. It's amazing uh, of this year so far for PSVR two. Yeah, Izzard with the two like, quid, not, not just for PSVR two, but yeah, but for anything. Izzard with the two quid says, "Good job with the elevator pitch for Tabor." <laughs> oh, he. Oh no, I'm sorry, I misread it. He said the Elbert. Elbert vader pitch El- oh what El- that's what he said Elbert nice. Ader. I, I can't even read it properly good job with the elver the elver elver dater oh nice good. i like that oh. uh man bear big game cat with a two dollar tip says highly recommend the tutorial it's a fun learning game uh whoa man bear pig is real whoa told you but uh yes uh i 110 percent agree with man bear pig here um as much as people don't like the tutorials people don't want to sit around and listen to people talk their ear off i'm gonna tell you right now you will benefit a lot more if you just bite the bullet and sit there and learn don't be me before you get in there don't be me Mm -hmm. because i get in there and i was (laughs) like and, and it's it's that cool guy from the perp game showcase right it's the guy with the cool voice Right. And he, he's, he's your tutorial guy, right? You, you see like this hologram image of him and he, and he like is explaining how to do stuff and he talks fast, right? Like he talks way faster than you can possibly do the tutorial. Um, but yeah, no, yep. you just take your time. Don't, don't be like, don't be like, Hey, Albert, let's, I'm going to, I'm, I just bought Ghost of Tabor. I'll see you in there in five minutes. Say, Hey, Albert, <laughs> I just bought Ghost of Tabor. I'll see you in there in like two days because I, yeah, because sure. I want to go in single player. And learn as much stuff as I possibly can because there is a lot to learn. I don't know if I've ever had, I don't know if there's ever been a game prior to this with so much to learn in VR, at least. Yeah. 
Amazing, man. Amazing. All right, dude. Uh, you know what time it is. I love this game. It is time to end the hype for Ghost of Tabor. Super duper excited to for this to come to PlayStation VR 2. I saw uh, Wes in the chat saying that the studio is uh, aiming for a September release, which is cool. That's a little bit more specific than the Q3 window we had prior. So that's good shit, dude. Good shit. Uh, <laughs> Vince, <laughs> Vince Virtue in the chat says, pro tip, learn how to play the game. It's true. It's true. It's just going to take you way longer to learn how to play the game than most games. That's all. Hey, I'm just letting you, I'm, I'm just putting an open invitation out here. If anybody wants to play some Ghost of Tabor with me at any time, well, not any time, you know what I mean, but just hit me up on Discord. I'm always down. Um, I like Zero to Hero. I like just going in there and snapping uh, enemies' necks. Well, uh, you can't snap every but every enemy's necks. You can't snap uh, players' necks, nor you can't snap like elite uh, NPCs' necks either. You have to just snap the necks of like the like the lower level mobs. Yeah, nice. You know what time it is, it Albert? I must call it to you, AJ. What? <laughs> what time is it, Brian? <laughs> it's time for a little PSVR twenty questions. That's when one of us—it's you. Spoilers uh, takes the role of the host and is thinking of a PlayStation VR or PlayStation VR two game, and the other one of us and everybody in the chat has six minutes and only twenty yes or no questions to figure out what game you're thinking of. Have you picked out a game? And I know the answer to this, and I'm—you I'm, have picked out a game. That's the answer, and I'm terrified because in voice chat you said, "Ooh, I picked out a good one for you." And I was like, fuck, it's going to be a deep mm-hmm. cut. And I'm just, there's going to be no chance in hell. It's going to be one of those games, Albert, where at the end, everyone's going to go, I've never heard of that before. Some, yeah, yeah I'm going <laughs> to be honest. I know it. I, I knew it. I think I'm going to be pretty sure that like, it's going to, it's going to split the player base here and split the chat here. They're going to be like half yes and half no on that. Not looking forward to it. That's our prediction. But no dicking around, man. The I always screw up by, by slowing down with my question asking. Right, I need to ask lots of questions as fast as possible, uh, and that's. Oh, go- do I need to notate the- here? I gotta get my notebook out. You just so count. Can- you just count with your fingers or whatever. I mean, that's too much work. Okay, you do what you got to do because that's your only responsibility, other than saying yes or no. Sounds like a plan, man. We uh, got this. We got this. <laughs> All right, this is about when we lose about a hundred viewers uh so you can you can if you were stressed at all about being on the show you can now relax over everybody's gone uh so here we go i'm gonna put the clock up on the counter everybody please for the love of god this is gonna be a hard one uh please help me i'm gonna need all the help i can get on your market set go uh elver is this available on uh has this been announced or is it on psvr2 yet zero no not uh, i i don't see a chance okay psvr1 only um, this game, uh, use any, can this game use any special peripheral, meaning like, uh, like, uh, the aim controller or a HOTUS or a steering wheel, please ignore the 3d rudder. Uh, from my understanding, there's only one, uh, control scheme in, in this game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that control scheme? Third question. Uh, is that control scheme, the dual shock four? Incorrect. Okay, so we're going to say it's moves only, I think, by process of elimination. We figured out it's moves only. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, moves only. Shit, i got to keep asking questions. Uh, is, this ga- is this a puzzle game? Ooh. Um, okay, so it's kind of hard 
for it to be called a puzzle game, but there are puzzle elements to it. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't want to steer you in the wrong direction. There's some though. puzzles. I got it, man. It's, I got it. it. It's it's not your traditional puzzles though. It's like a kind of like uh, problem solving in a way. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there any multiplayer component whatsoever, and that includes leaderboards? Honestly, this is the only way to play this game is multiplayer, in my opinion. Okay. Multiplayer only according to Elvert. okay please only play this in multiplayer it's so much fun <laughs> okay this is this this eliminates so much um <clears throat> multiplayer only uh i'm gonna go with mark pringles leaf even though i'm gonna say it's probably not the case uh is it a known ip uh, yeah what's up no, no, it's not a known IP. Uh, we we could cross that out right there. But um, it's not multiplayer only. You can play the single player, but the best way to play this is Got multiplayer. It. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not a known IP. <clears throat> Moves only. Um, is it is it space themed? Like are you, are you out in space in a, in a ship, or are you floating out in space, or are you an astronaut? No. Of any nothing, none of that. Not space nope. themed. Okay, there go space junkies, guys. Uh, feel the magic, hear the roar. Thunder game cats are loose with the Australian two dollars. Says I'm cooking sausages. Oh, doesn't it help us? Bratwurst. But thank you. I'm very hungry mm-hmm. now. Um. Okay. Okay. Time to play. Asking is is the major component in this game shooting? Oh, uh, so you don't shoot yourself. No, no, but, but there is shooting in it. So you're not shooting, but there is shooting in it. First, first person shooting? No. I, I've just, you just stopped me in my tracks. Um, uh, is this, is, is this a strategy game of any kind? Like strategy? It kind of is a strategy game. Is yeah. it is it war themed? No. Okay, so that that goes there goes final assault. Um, is there any? Is there any like board? I'm not gonna. It's, this, don't answer this right away because I need to explain what I mean. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna ask virtual strangers questions instead because this is way better. Uh, is it like? Is it like? Is it real time strategy? Is that kind of what we're doing here, RTS? It's not okay. So it's not RTS now. Okay. No, it's not an RT, It's not a traditional RTS game now. Turn based. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> um, do you have full locomotion? Can you run around freely? No full locomotion at all. Is there any motion at all? Can or you? Are you stay. What I'm asking is, are you standing still for the entire round or whatever? You're sitting. Yep, you're just you're just chilling in one in one area for for the game. Oh my god, was this made by Zen Studio? No. Ah, oh, fuck. For, for a second, I thought it was Castle Storm. Um. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's mad that you're helping so much. There's only a minute left. I'm like, <laughs> not it, not going to get it. This is a hard one. I. I, I chose I chose a tough one. Nick knows the the answer too. Yeah, is it? I mean, was 
the the only game I have in my head, and I because I, I just went through like seven different games, and I don't think any of them are the case. Um, is this is this was this made by like one person? Ooh, that is a good question. Pause the time. Pause the timer. We need to figure this one out. Uh, more I sirens on my end. So. Uh, it looks like it's a team. Okay, so they're, it's not Corix. Have we said the name of this game, either one of us, during the course of today's show? Not today's show, no. Okay. Turn-based, turn-based, turn-based. Oh my god. Is it Dark Eclipse? No. Okay. It's not Dark Eclipse. I, uh, what, what, Are you ready? Yeah, I, I ran out of time. What is it? All right. Developers of Future Lab, the same developers who have created the game Power Wash Simulator, mm -hmm. Mini Mech Mayhem. Oh my god, talk about a deep cut. Holy mm -hmm. shitballs. Mini, Mini Mech, Mech Mayhem. Mayhem. I have played this game on a live stream, and that's the only time I've ever played this game. I, I never reviewed really? it. Yeah, I played it for all of, I think, an hour and a half or so. Uh, and I think that is it. Did any? Did you see anyone in the chat say it? Nobody said it. <laughs> Nobody said it. Nope. Wow! 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 <sighs> that that was a deep cut. A deep cut. Uh, doesn't excuse. Yep. Doesn't excuse my ability to guess it. I, it's a tough one. I failed you. It's all. a tough one. Stingray X no says, "I've never heard of that game." <laughs> I knew somebody was going to say it. Somebody was going to be in my corner and be like, that was too deep of a cut. But no, that was fine. I should, I played it. I should know it. Good shit, man. Good shit. Listen, dude. I was trying to the game feeling that, God, that game looked lame. Look, <laughs> look, look. You have to turn off the music, okay? And then just play Spotify, play with friends. And trust me, you're going to have a blast. Like, yeah. I mean, a blast? Uh, you'll have fun. Yeah, I mean, I had fun for ninety minutes, but not enough fun to like <laughs> ever go back to it. So, yeah, I do remember the state of play where that was revealed, though. I feel like that wasn't that like the awesome state of play where it was like Falcon Age and this and Table of Tales, and it was like boom, 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 like VR games left and cool right. Ones. I feel like that was that yeah. one. Yeah. Um, Nick says Mini Mech Mayhem is excellent. That's only because you probably picked the game for this, right? Oh, I picked it. Oh, I picked it. Oh, you picked one. it. All right. All right. I love this game, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, Albert, thank you, man. Uh, I want to say thank you, yeah. for not, not just for hanging out today and, and being part of the show and guest hosting, uh, you know, when Miles was slacking off doing like real work and stuff. Um, but also for like, oh, Miles. But also, but also for, uh, taking the time and teaching me how to play, uh, Tabor and, uh, and, and taking me on many, many, many runs. Uh, and, and showing me the ropes, man, because that, that was really fun. Like, and, and if we weren't doing this episode today, I wouldn't have had an excuse to go do that. Um, so thank you for showing me the ropes, man. I've had a lot of fun with you this week. I'm very happy that, uh, that you came by and, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you gave the game a chance because it's definitely a game that I want other people to play, get familiar with, especially, uh, 
especially, you know, I want to play with cool people. Yeah. Yeah, well, maybe you'll get to play with cool people now that I'm done with it. Um, I, I took up all the cool no. people slots, <laughs> and now there's free slots for cool people to actually join. Um, it was great playing with you. Cool. Yeah, dude, you're a great teacher, and uh, and I and I can't, you know, hopefully we'll get we'll have an excuse to get you back on the show at some point um, because this was great, man. I think you did a good job. Stingray agrees. You did great, Albert. Thank you, everybody. You you all are wonderful, wonderful people, wonderful game cats, game dogs, puppies, Komodo dragons, etc. Flower pots. Flower pots. Oh yeah, yeah. Game game flower pots. Yeah, flower pots. Guys, uh, if you like Elvert, which how could you not? Uh, make sure you go check out his channel at youtubecom slash at elvrt. There's an e missing. I promise you, <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. there. there it's, is. it's one e Elvert. E L vrt go check out what he does over there um definitely curious as you uh, as you start doing more stuff on your channel um be making sure that i tune in uh you did oh you, you made an awesome uh, an awesome video about awesome asteroids uh so if anybody's oh, struggling game. with that game uh make sure you check out his uh helpful tips and tricks yes um man uh I, I, we could talk about more stuff in the future too. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. Thank you very much for having me. I, mean, I, I just turned my microphone down because yeah. there's a lot of sirens. Hey, I don't blame you. Uh, yeah, the sirens on your end is no joke. No joke. Uh, and also no joke. It's time to go. So thank you guys so much for hanging out. Thank you, Elver. Thank you, uh, everybody, uh, that helps this channel run. I mean, dude, everybody from sci-fi game cat Henry who gets timestamps into this show after the fact, that's the only way some of you guys are going to watch it. I'm only, I'm talking to people in the future because the people who need timestamps aren't here right now. So hey, future people. Uh, also Jamie, who gets us up on podcast services of your choice. Guys, if you listen to this podcast, make sure you go write a review or give it a rating or something like that. I don't know how podcasts work, but make sure you do whatever you can to help us out. We appreciate it so much. Um, can't believe the good ratings that we're getting. I uh, can't believe that people listen to the show. I can't believe that people watch the show, to be honest with you. But like, you know, let's, let's just move on. Uh, thanks to everybody, uh, who helps the community out, like the, uh, the amazing moderators that we have who do amazing work, not just over here, but over on Discord. Make sure you click the link in the description below. Join us over on Discord. Thanks to everybody supports the channel financially by being a member here. And over on Patreon, don't forget that tomorrow is an AMA. If you're, uh, if you're level two membership or $5 tier or above on Patreon, uh, level two membership here on YouTube, then, uh, then that is accessible to you. Uh, it's already set up and ready to go. So anything that you want to talk about, I am at your disposal for probably like about two hours or so. And we can talk about whatever you want. It's just a fun hangout session. Nothing crazy. Uh, so thank you to everybody who keeps the channel running financially, including the people who tip here in the chat, uh, everybody who hangs out and watches the show, everybody who helped during 20 questions, but didn't help enough. And of course, everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Happy Friday, Albert. We love you. I, uh, happy Friday to everybody. Weekend time. Into all a good night. (laughs) Yes. Let's go. Let's do it. Wrong button. Try that again. Uh-oh. Ian Stanbridge in the chat says, that's not the real Elver. It's Mario wearing a Tanuki suit. That was actually my <laughs> you know, first thought, too. I was too. wondering. Yeah. I was wondering when someone was going to mention the Tanuki suit. <laughs> um, hey, you know, you know 
what I did not mention today that I'm well, very we're still very on the air. Surprised. So it, feel free to mention it. We're still on the air. Hey guys, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest here. Uh, Cactus Cowboy is not that bad. It's actually not bad at all. You know, there's just some problems with the game mm-hmm. that you know can really divide people's opinions about it i would recommend playing up until you know you get the flamethrower and then see how you like the game if you don't like it past that then don't worry about it you got you you definitely got your free money's worth you know what i mean cactus cowboy you heard it here first um let's do it yeah all right cool i I mean i've been meaning to check it out man like i want to check out everything right but time's limited and uh i still got to get through so many different games but cactus cowboy's on the list um and everybody that's played it busy man Everybody that's played it, man, agrees with you. They said this is actually really fun. So uh, if, you, if you guys need a free game to pass the time, uh, give Cactus Cowboy a shot, I guess. Awesome Tatum says, I love it. It's free. <laughs> nice. Nick, Nick in the chat says, had to bring up Cactus Cowboy. <laughs> Indeed. I had to. I, did. I just had to. Let, let me let me ask you this, Albert. Yeah. Have you played Village? <laughs> I've only played village up to the village. Okay. <laughs> it's like, there's, yeah. I just, I just think we need to work on your priorities a little bit. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I, I never thought that I would have this talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Especially not on a games cast. This is it. This hey, is it. Like, so all about it. The, the games that you've played, you're the anti Brian Paul. You, you've played, you've played Discronia. You've played Cactus Cowboy. What else have you played that I haven't played? I know you've played Drums Rock. Ah, um, I played, uh, uh, I have not played Drums Rock, actually. I've played, uh, the Drums Rock demo. That's more than I've done. NFL Pro, I played, uh, NFL Pro Era. Okay. Um, oh, man, what other <laughs> games have I played? Uh, there's just so many. It, Tetris Effect is super cool. Tetris Effect um, is super cool. I'll give you that. And I'm not saying, and I'm not saying any, mountain, not well, saying any of the games that you yeah. played are bad. I'm just saying that like you have, I, I've tried to play as many as I possibly can. And somehow most of the ones that you've played are the ones that I haven't even touched yet. So between the two of us, we get this shit covered. <laughs> All right. Let's get, let's get out of here, man. Let's get out of here. We've wasted these people's time enough. Everyone, you have a great weekend. Have a great night. Happy Friday, everybody. We love you all. Good night. Love you all.